Hey everybody, this is Karis Frigi, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Good morning, everyone. Today is Tuesday, May 4th, and today we're going to read Proverbs chapter 4 in ESV and then in the message. It says, Hear, O sons, of father's instruction, and be attentive that you may gain insight, for I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching. When I was a son with my father, tender, the only one in the sight of my mother, he taught me and said to me, let your heart hold fast my words, keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom, get insight, do not forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will keep you. Love her and she will guard you. The beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom and whatever you get, get insight. Prize her highly and she will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a graceful garland. She will bestow on you a beautiful crown. Hear my son and accept my words that the years of your life may be many. I have taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in the paths of uprightness. When you walk, your step will not be hampered. And if you run, you will not stumble. Keep hold of instruction. Do not let go. Guard her for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not go on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they cannot sleep unless they have done wrong. They are robbed of sleep unless they have made someone stumble. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. The way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. My son, be attentive to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight and keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilance for from it flow the springs of life. Put away from you crooked speech and put devious talk far from you. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left and turn your foot away from evil. And then in the message, the same proverb says, listen, friends, to some fatherly advice. Sit up and take notice so you'll know how to live. I'm giving you good counsel. Don't let it go in one ear and out the other. When I was a boy at my father's knee, the pride and joy of my mother, he would sit me down and drill me. Take this to heart. Do what I tell you. Live. Sell everything and buy wisdom. Forage for understanding. Don't forget one word. Don't deviate an inch. Never walk away from wisdom. She guards your life. Love her. She keeps her eye on you. Above all and before all, do this. Get wisdom. Write this at the top of your list. Get understanding. Throw your arms around her. Believe me, you won't regret it. Never let her go. She'll make your life glorious. She'll garland your life with grace. She'll festoon your days with beauty. Dear friends, take my advice. It will add years to your life. I'm writing out clear directions to wisdom way. I'm drawing a map to righteous road. I don't want you ending up in blind alleys or wasting time making wrong turns. Hold tight to good advice. Don't relax your grip. Guard it well. Your life is at stake. Don't take wicked bypass and don't so much as set foot on that road. 
Stay clear of it. Give it a wide berth. Make a detour and be on your way. Evil people are restless unless they're making trouble. They can't get a good night's sleep unless they've made life miserable for somebody. Perversity is their food and drink. Violence, their drug of choice. The ways of right living people glow with light. The longer they live, the brighter they shine. But the road of wrongdoing gets darker and darker. Travelers can't see a thing. They fall flat on their faces. Dear friend, listen well to my words. Tune your ears to my voice. Keep my message in plain view at all times. Concentrate. Learn it by heart. Those who discover these words live, really live. Body and soul, they're bursting with health. Keep vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Avoid careless banter, white lies, and gossip. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all sideshow distractions. Watch your step, and the road will stretch out smooth before you. Look neither right nor left. Leave evil in the dust. So I love Proverbs 4, verse 23. It says, keep your heart with all vigilance for from it flow the springs of life. And now this line of Proverbs 4 has always been significant. This is a call to ownership and to agency and to accountability. All of life happens to your heart, but you have a choice what penetrates it, what impresses it, what shapes it. There is a teaching popular in my church circle that talks about tending our hearts like a garden that needs cultivating. If not for careful watch, the things we intentionally plant will be choked out by the things we unintentionally overlook. Weeds like comparison, bitterness, jealousy, anger, anxiety, despair, self-hatred, self-focus, things that spring up so naturally in reaction to an abundance of exposure to people and media and daily living. The thing about weeds is that they can multiply without any effort. And the things that are worth having, like patience, joy, love, peace, all come only because we have actually dedicated our hearts to something. I don't say that we dedicate our hearts to joy. How often I've tried that only to find the elusive thing slip away at the slightest discouraging sight. Patience too, no matter how hard I try to hold on to it, flies away in seconds. The way our hearts attain the better growth is by a singular focus, Jesus. Someone reminded me recently of the first and greatest commandment according to Jesus himself, which says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart. Such a simple string of words and yet such a monumental undertaking all of our days to root out any other lesser loves. Keep your heart with all vigilance fixed on Jesus. What grieves him can't grow then because we will be so focused on hosting him and welcoming him and practicing his presence. From him flow springs of life. And when he is first in our hearts, our hearts too will be carried in that wonderful river. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Um, As I was reading this and just getting kind of overwhelmed thinking about how I want to guard my heart and then that makes me think I want to have the right things grow and I can just get really caught up in trying on my own strength 
And whenever I've tried on my own strength to have the fruit of the spirit, I just can't seem to ever have it. It just slips through my fingers. Um, But that goes to this principle of cultivating our heart, of tending our heart and of focusing on Jesus, which I think if you read the fruit of the spirit in a traditional version like the NIV or the ESV, it's wonderful to say the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. It's actually not even fruits, it's fruit. But um, in the message version, I think it says it so well. And not only that, it really ties into what we talked about today. So I'm going to read it for you, starting in verse 22. It says, But what happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives, much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things and a sense of compassion in the heart and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. Legalism is helpless in bringing this about. It only gets in the way. Among those who belong to Christ, everything connected with getting our own way and mindlessly responding to what everyone else calls necessities is killed off for good, crucified. Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, the life of the Spirit, let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its implications in every detail of our lives. That means we will not compare ourselves with each other as if one of us were better and another worse. We have far more interesting things to do with our lives. Each of us is an original. But I love that portion about how he brings fruit into an orchard of our hearts when we are living his way, when we are focusing on him. And so I just bless you with that today as you have different things maybe that come up that you're like, oh, I want to guard my heart from this. Instead of trying to muscle it out in your own strength, look to Jesus and expect that he's going to develop the right kind of fruit in your heart. The thing that you're actually wanting to have happen will happen as you fix your attention, as I fix my heart and my attention on him. So I hope that encourages you. Have a wonderful day and we will be back here tomorrow with Proverbs chapter 5.